holy name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Turn to somebody next to you and say, good to see you in the house of the Lord. Shake somebody's hands and say, good to see you today in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank you for coming here this morning. Uh, and thank you, uh, Pastor Kayo, for giving us the privilege to share the Word of God and to teach the Word of God with this wonderful congregation. Uh, if you could stand, if, um, it would be great if you could stand uh, it's in the morning. Today, the title of the message that I'm going to be teaching, it's called The Wonderful Experience of Being Born Again. We are called a born-again church. We are called the Apostolic Pentecostal. And one of the things unique about our church is that we follow through with the teachings of Jesus Christ concerned to being born again. And we're going to learn about what is that, being born again. What does Jesus mean when he said to, to Nicodemus, ye must be born again. And I understand that there's a lot of people here today, this morning, that they, they know that very well. And I want to share something else with you. When you learn a lesson, you become a teacher. Especially concerned with the Word of God. When you learn something from the Word of God, you experience that. You become a teacher. And you can teach in your own capacity. What I'm saying is that you can teach to your children, you can teach to your uh, sphere of influence, to your co-workers, to your own family, you become a teacher. So uh, we have to be very careful because when we learn something from God, we become a teacher. Amen? That's from Brother Vieira. It's right there. So let's open our Bibles in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. The book of John. The gospel of John, you know, praise God. The Bible is the word of God. It's, one, it's the most important book in the world. It's the only one true holy book. You could get rid of all the books in the world and keep one book, the Bible. You know, because the Bible is a letter. It's God writing to us. Is God communicating with us? You know, sometimes we ask God to speak to me, give me direction, and everything is already done in the Bible. So if we just read the Bible, and even this week I was, uh, I was going, through, uh, going through the book of Psalms, and there's so many encouraging Bible verses that helps us to walk our Christian life. And sometimes we get caught up in so many things, and we have to push everything on the side and say, I want to read the Word of God. Let's take a look in the book of Psalms. Let's take a look what Bible has to say. You see, we want to go around watching what uh, the people have to say. But uh, we turn on TV and radios and all that, or trying to find out what other people are saying. We go to, to, to uh, social media and trying to see what people are saying, what people are talking about. But let's see what God is talking about, what God has to say to us. And in the book of John, chapter 3, uh, it says, There was a man of the Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher 
come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, let's go to verse 5. Jesus answered, uh, actually, let's go back to 4. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is a spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, he must be born again. Let's repeat verse 7, everybody together. Marvel not that I say unto thee, he must be born again. Amen. Now let's close our eyes and let's say one more prayer. Lord, we came here this morning. Lord, we came here because we love you. We came here this morning because we want to hear from you. Lord, help us to understand what does that mean being born again. Help us to grow in the knowledge of the truth. Help us to grow in your word. Oh, God, help us to focus our minds on you today and learn from you. And as we learn from you, give us the ability to share with others. Give, uh, give us the ability to speak with others, Lord, and through your Holy Spirit, oh, God, because only through your Holy Spirit we can accomplish your will. Help us, O oh Lord, to reach for our families, to reach for our neighbors, to reach for our friends, co-workers, and anybody that we have a contact. Help us to shine the light of Jesus and in this world. In Jesus' name we pray and we thank you. Put your hands together. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just, uh, uh, I just want to review um, a, a teaching that I taught a few months ago regarding to being born again. When, when Nicodemus came to Jesus and he was asking, how can a man go back into the mother's womb and be born? It has been taken uh, out of context by some uh, people that are into spiritualism. And they try to use that as uh, a, a Bible verse that talks about reincarnation. But if you look in the Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27, it's very clear. It says... And as it is appointed unto man once to die. Okay, amen. Let's take a look. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. It says, And as it is appointed unto man once die. So we have one life. You are not uh, a multiple, you, you don't have a multiple lives and come back in here. And that's one of the things that I really think that we as a Christian, we have to be very strong at. You have only one life. God created you as one individual, unique, special person. 
You are unique. You are not like a result of uh, many lives coming back in here to, to improve, your, you, you, uh, improve yourself. So, uh, as Christians, I, uh, I believe they should never say the word karma. Because that word karma is used by those people that believe in reincarnation. They, you, you, things that you did in previous life, now you have to come back to you. Like if you were good in another life. Good things are going to happen to you in this life. And if you are bad in other lives, it comes back to you in this life. This is, this is called karma. And uh, we don't believe in karma because the word of God says that God, he forgives us. The blood of Jesus washed away all sins. Amen. We are forgiven. And God, he, he doesn't pay us back the way that we act against him. Because if you do we would all be thrown in, in hell. We would not have any hope of forgiveness. But God, He forgives us. He washes our sins through the blood of Jesus. When Jesus went to the cross, He shed that blood and He forgives our sin. So we are forgiven. Amen. Can't you put your hands and say, Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving us our sins that He doesn't, he doesn't pay us back according to what we do in this world. He forgives us. And when Nicodemus is asking the question, Jesus wants to clarify. He's talking about a spiritual birth. It's not a flesh birth. He's talking about the, how we uh, must be born again. Or the water and the spirit. And Jesus is talking here to Nicodemus. Explaining to him. But Nicodemus, he had a hard time understanding. Because he was one of those teachers, one of those leaders, teachers. Uh, he would be like equivalent to those academics and those professors in those uh, uh, big name universities. And uh, uh, he was a type of that. And, but what Jesus is teaching him, it's something that we can receive if we humble ourselves. And we can receive that and understand that because the Bible, the Word of God says that even a child can understand the gospel. Amen. If, if we humble ourselves to receive the Word of God, anyone can understand that. As long as we open our hearts, open our minds to receive, God will speak to us. Amen. So when he says, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man. Be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Well, he's talking about being born again because we are once born in the flesh. You see, you were born by your mom, by your dad. That's how you were born. You are were, you, you were actually a creature of God. You are one of the creation of God. You probably heard people say, oh, we are all children of God. But that is not in the Bible. The Bible says very clear that all humankind are uh, creation, creatures of God. And in all, we need to become children of God. You see, God does not force his fatherhood on anybody. It has to be a choice. We have a choice to make. Now, you did not choose to be born of your mom and dad. All right? You did not choose to be born in the environment that you were born. You, were not, you don't choose certain things. Like you didn't choose to, to be born in the country that you were born. You didn't choose the address that you were born. It's all things that 
thrown at you uh, a life. That's how you were born. But once you are born, then you have choices. Amen? You have choices. You can choose where to live. You can choose your address. You can choose a country. You can choose uh, who you marry to. You can choose uh, even who is going to be your father. Amen? You can choose. It's all based on your choice. And the Bible says that there is life and death. Choose life. Jesus is stressing that. God is stressing that throughout the uh, Old Testament. Choose life. We have a power to choose. So what we are choosing today, we are choosing life. And then the, in the book of John, chapter 1, it says, uh, chapter 1, verse 12. If you could have on the screen, I appreciate that. He came, verse 11 said that he, Jesus, come unto his own, and his own receive him not. And verse 12 said, but as many as receive him, to them, to them, uh, the gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12, 1-12. And he says, but as many as receive him, to them, gave him the power to become the sons of God. So we become a children of God when we choose God as our father. Amen? So God has given us a choice even to them that believe on his name. So when we come to Jesus, we surrender our lives to him. We open our hearts, our minds to Jesus and say, receive me. I want you. Oh God, receive me as your father. God becomes our father. It's something that we are adopted. Amen? We are adopted into God's family. And uh, there's a scriptures that says that, that we are adopted like uh, the wild vine. We are uh, uh, transplanted into the, the, the good vine. Amen? So we are adopted into the family of God. But how do we do that? How do we get uh, uh, adopted into the family of God? Jesus is saying, by being born again. When you are born again, we, you are going to choose who your father is, which is God. The one true God. Jesus is the one true God. The seat on the throne. There is only one God. Hear Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Amen. And uh, his name is Jesus, Emmanuel, Jehovah. They made himself into a flesh and came here into this world in a human flesh. So we will be able to see him. And even the angels, that's when the angels saw God. Because up to then, they could not even see. The Bible says that even the angels saw him, his glory, as the only begotten of the Father, filled with grace and glory. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? It's a privilege to, 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 you know, to have this connection with God and to have Him as your Father. And not only your, only your Father, but your best friend. Someone that is always there for you. You can talk to Him wherever you are. You can speak to Him and uh, you can develop this relationship with Him. 
that he knows everything about you and you just open your heart to him and open your mouth and start talking to him hallelujah i don't want to get ahead of myself but it's so wonderful it's a privilege to know god to walk in his steps to follow him oh my god this is an honor it's a privilege you know in the bible says that we are called as a royalty that's how God sees you. Amen. God's look at you. And I was talking to my daughter the other day. I told her, yes, you are a princess, a princess of, uh, for Jesus. Jesus look at you and he sees a little princess. Because, uh, because according to the Bible, we, we value God, place, place so much value on us. And, and he says that one soul is worth what? The whole world, one soul. See, see how important we are to God. So let's hear from our Heavenly Father. Amen. Let's be like a little children. I see my children, every time they, they get in trouble, they run to me. And let's run to God. You know, He's our Heavenly Father. And He said, come to me. Bring me your burden. Bring your fears. Bring your problems. Bring. Talk to me. Tell me. Talk to me. Amen. And he's willing to hear. And he answers all the prayer. When you open our mouths and talk to God, he is listening. Amen. Praise God. Put your hands together. Praise God that he listens to our prayer. And God is awesome. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Let's take a look in the book of Acts. Uh, because Paul, he explained that. What does that mean? Being born again. And uh, in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 38, it's very clear. And uh, I, I, I'm just giving you the blueprint for you to be teachers. Because once you know that, you become a teacher. Once you know the Word of God and you experience that, and uh, uh, you can go and share, share uh, in, in your, in, with your family. In the book of um, Acts, chapter Chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. You see? Repent. Because we are sinners. We don't deserve going to heaven. Nobody deserves heaven. Because of our sins. Sins are the only thing that separates mankind from God. That's the only thing that can separate. It's a sin. It's the problem with sin. And sin came to the world through Adam. It's sin came to the world and from Adam it spread to all humankind. So as sin came through one man, salvation came through one man. The forgiveness for that sin came from one man, Jesus Christ. Isn't that wonderful? Look, as sin came through one man in the beginning when God created the world, uh, he created Adam and Adam sinned. So sin came and was passed on to all humanity. So as sin came through one man, the forgiveness of sin came also through one man, Jesus Christ. And the, there are passages in the Bible that says that Jesus is the second Adam. Jesus is Jesus. And thank you, Jesus, for forgiveness of sins. So we must recognize that we are sinners. And the sin, and that nature of sin is in us. We are born with it. It's in our flesh. The lust of the eye. 
the pride of life, the, the, the things of the flesh of this world, that's is sin. Sin is anything that uh, goes against the word of God and the, the will of God for us. And uh, it's something that uh, enslave uh, the people and enslave to, to, to death. And the results of sin is death. So that's why people are born, they sin, they die. Amen. But, if you, but God has given us that hope in Jesus Christ that we can be born, amen, and then be born again in the spirit. And then, uh, then we die in the flesh. But then the spirit doesn't die. The spirit goes to God. And then uh, for everlasting life. Um, and when we die, um, repentance also means dying. Dying daily. The apostle Paul, he spoke about dying daily. Repentance is not one time um, thing that you do and you are done. It's daily. It's an it's a ongoing lifestyle that you are always checking on yourself. You are reflecting on your own life. You are constantly reflecting. And you are constantly uh, uh, renewing. The Bible says that we need to walk in newness of life daily. Uh, the Bible says that His mercy uh, renew every morning. So every morning we need to look at ourselves and see how can, what can I do today to bring glory to God? How can I act today to bring glory to God? What can I do? What can I say today to bring glory to God? This day, today. Amen? So you think about it every morning. Walking in newness of life. And, uh, and the old man crucify the old man, the old person. Because our sins are forgiven. So why even, uh, even, even keep going there? You see, leave the past in the past. Amen? Can you say that with me? Leave the past in the past. Leave the past in the past. Let's keep our race. Like Paul said, we're going in that race and to, to achieve that victory, to achieve, to accomplish that which God established for you and I. Let's focus on how can we give glory to God today. Let's start thinking about that daily and walking in newness of life. Amen. And every day you reflect on yourself. What's, what's the purposes of the things that I'm doing? Why am I doing this like this? How can I do that in a way that's going to bring glory to God? How can I bring glory to God in my work? How can I bring glory to God when I'm in the, within my family? How can I please and bring glory to God in everything I say and do? That's what it is when you start renewing your mind. You start and walking in newness of life and repentance. Leave that sin. And walk in holiness. Because the Bible says, be holy because I am holy. And being holy means to be different. Uh, one day I was driving a car and I saw an equal sign on the car, on the stick bump. And I said, well, God calls us to be different. 
not to be equal. We are to be different. We are to be different, act different. Not to be like everybody else. We are different because we are children of Almighty God. And He has a special purpose for us. I understand the urge to fit in. You want to fit in. You want to fit in with the crowd. But that's... That's, but that's not what God wants. He wants us to be different because the light has to shine. The light has to shine in the darkness. We need to let the light of Jesus shine wherever we go. And people look at us, and by looking at us, they can see something different in our smile and carry the joy of God in our faces. Amen? And change that facial expression of anger and bitterness and put the face expression the joy of the lord amen even when you are going through problems and there's people that at your work that are uh you know doing things that you uh, would would rather not to be done but you put that face of the joy of the Lord and trust on God and walk with Him wherever you go. And let the, your light shine so people can see it your eyes. The Bible talks about how the eyes communicates what is in the heart. And let our eyes express the light of Jesus wherever we go. And don't you be ashamed of Jesus because He said that if you are ashamed, He will be ashamed of you when He comes back. Amen. So let's be bold for Jesus and walk in newness of life. Praise God. Being born of the water, being baptized in the name of Jesus. And uh, carrying that name of Jesus with us. Wherever we go, in uh, whatever we do, let's do for the glory of Jesus. All right, but the Bible talks in here about being baptized and going under the water. Going under the water. And I'm going to share a testimony with you that what happened to me. Because I was born in Brazil and I was raised Catholic. And uh, we would go every Sunday at the Mass. Uh, and then one day the priest came and he complained with my mom. My mom, she had a, a convenience store. And uh, he came to shop there and he complained with her because he didn't have enough altar boys. And then my mom said, well, I can send uh, little uh, Geraldo there to help you. And he said, oh, yes, that's fine. So from that day on, I started going every day to the mass. I was the altar boy. And, uh, and I was a little boy. I didn't have much understanding of anything. I was just doing because my mom asked me to do. And I thought it was ve very nice to, to be going to church. And I did understand the concept of God. And then, later, and then I was uh, in there for, for many years uh, helping in there. But I, I, I started lacking something in my heart that was missing. Because they have all these saints in there, specifically in that church that I went to. There's so much saints and uh, so much emphasis to Mary that I, I didn't understand much about Jesus and the Bible until I met, I met this um, a Baptist missionary. Uh, and, uh, and then was great because she was the one that introduced me to the Bible. That Baptist missionary, she started having Bible studies with me. And then she showed me that there's something special about Jesus. And they started going there for these Bible studies with her. 
And my mom didn't like. She said, well, you were raised Catholic. How dare you change now? And she was upset until she learned that in Brazil, the Baptists, they don't drink and they don't smoke. And then she was okay because she knew that if I would be a Baptist, I would not, I would not be smoking or drinking. At that point, she was okay with that. And then, and then I was baptized uh, in the Baptist church. Then I came to United States and I went to a Brazilian church, which was Pentecostal. And there they were teaching about receiving the Holy Ghost, which I didn't learn in the Baptist church. They were teaching about the Holy Ghost and the need to have the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost is the spirit of Jesus living in you. And today I have the understanding. And then I received the Holy Ghost in there. And then I came to our church and I learned the proper way to be baptized. And the baptism in the name of Jesus. And that's what made the difference in my life. Because the day that I was baptized in the name of Jesus, I felt that I was one of Jesus' children. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. So I, I'm giving you my testimony to let you know that as long as you are with an open heart to God, He will lead you. He will. He will lead you. Just keep your heart open to receive the Word of God. And keep your focus on the Word of God, not traditions of men, not customs of men. Amen? And then we have to focus in the Word of God. And the Bible says for us to be baptized in the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Uh, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. And in Matthew, in the, in the book of Matthew, it, it says in here, And Jesus came and he spoke unto this, saying, All is power, all power is given unto me. The Matthew uh, chapter 28, verse 18. Uh, Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and he spoke unto them, All power. Now, some power is given unto me. So he said that he has all power. Are you following? It's given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. So that's teaching that Jesus, he is the Father. He is the Son and he is the Holy Ghost. And he, and he goes on saying, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded thee. So he didn't say, we have commanded thee. Because if it was three separate deities, he would have said, I have commanded you. You see, that's what he said here. I have commanded you. He didn't say, we have commanded you. And he didn't say, all power is given unto us. He said, me. He's referring to himself. And he says in here, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I, Jesus, have commanded you. So in a sense, he didn't say we have commanded. He said I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you 
always, even unto the end of the world. Jesus is with us because he's the Holy Ghost. Put your hands together and say, praise God. Jesus is here tonight, this morning. So this is being born of the water and being born of the Spirit. Uh, he's, he's talking about the, he's speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. If you look in the book of Acts, they, um, I have given a Bible study on speaking in tongues. Uh, and I just want to refresh your mind on that. Because there is three ways of speaking in tongues. You can speak in tongues for, uh, as, a, as a gift. Like you can speak loud in the church. And the Bible says that if you have that gift, pray for interpretation. And there is few people in our church that have the gift to speak in tongues and have interpretation. Uh, there is another speaking in tongues that you can find in the Bible that they were speaking in other foreign languages. That God gives the utterance to a, 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 a Christian that serving God, filled with the Holy Spirit. He can speak other languages that, that he never learned. In the book of Acts, you see all those Christians in the book of Acts, they start speaking foreign languages, magnifying God in foreign languages that they never learned. They never took a class on how to speak. And God gave them their, their ability. And the third speaking in tongues is for our own enrichment, for our own growth. When we are growing in the Lord, we are speaking our heavenly language. As the Apostle Paul says, the language of the angels. Because when we go to heaven, uh, we're not going to be speaking English. It's not going to have a group in here speaking Spanish. Another group in here speaking Chinese. We all are going to be speaking our heavenly language. Uh, 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 Holy Ghost language. Amen. Can you say amen to that? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, and uh, so when we receive the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is what uh, helps us to have this relationship with Jesus. And the one that guides us through all truth. And as we seek God through the, uh, the Holy Spirit is what comforts us. Is what prompts us to pray. Prompts us to seek the Word of God. It's the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit that motivate us, that brings the enthusiasm to worship, to, to clap our hands, to, to praise God, to dress holy, to talk holy. And it's the Holy Ghost that gives us, that, uh, that prompt us, that, that motivate us to, to live for God. And, uh, uh, and then brings us to the hope that we have when we are born again. Uh, the, the water and the spirit, we start living heaven in here. We, is, we have the uh, grasp of God, of the kingdom of God in here. Because when they ask Jesus, where is your kingdom? Jesus said, it's already among you. Joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Did you get that? We already have that peace. If you have that peace of the Holy Ghost, if you have the joy of God in your heart, 
that's the glimpse of heaven how it's going to be in heaven and you multiply therefore a, a hundred times more that's how going to be in heaven because jesus said the kingdom is already among us joy and peace in the holy ghost even if we go through tribulations and persecution and all these people making mean faces towards you and threatening uh, you have the peace of God in your heart. Because everything that you're doing, you're not doing for you. You're doing for God. <laughs> Amen. E even if you're suffering, you are suffering for God. It's not, it's not about you. It's about God and about his kingdom. Amen. So as we walk in our lives, let's keep our focus on Jesus. And let's be born again. I want to encourage you. Every one of you this morning, if you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus, when the minister takes you to the water, he has to actually say, I baptize you in the name of Jesus. Because the power is in the name of Jesus. That's the name that is above every name. That's the name of God manifested in the flesh. And that's the name that the Bible says that we must be baptized. Because Jesus is the Father. Jesus is the Son. And He is the Holy Ghost. And if you haven't received the Holy Spirit, you can just open your mind, your heart, lift up your hands and say, I want the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says that He gives to you. Knock and the door shall be opened. Ask and shall be given unto you. And if you ask, you shall receive. Amen. And let's walk in holiness of life. Amen. And, uh, and it's a privilege to pray and to pay our tithes. And it's a privilege to witness. To witness and to speak about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Amen. All right. So let's stand up, if you will. Let's say a prayer. And I want every one of you to think that once you learn a lesson, you become a teacher. Once you experiment the born-again experience, we have a responsibility to share. To share. Share in love. And uh, share because the Lord commanded us to share. Go and share with your family. Go and share with your children. Go and share in your work environment. And just share and share. Amen? Just share the word of God, the gospel, being born again. Let's close our eyes. Dear Lord, we want to thank you for this Bible study this morning. Help us, oh God, to give, help us, oh Lord, to be, oh Jesus, what you call us to be, a witness. Help us to be a Jesus witness and go around Jesus, being a witness of what you have done in our lives. Give us the boldness, the courage, the enthusiasm, the motivation to go and preach. Oh, Lord, and just go and speak the word. Hallelujah. And let you operate in the spirit. Bless your church. Help us to grow in the knowledge of the truth. And help, help us to follow your steps. And we want to thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing us. Thank you for, for choosing us. And we're all here, not by, by accident. We, you, we, you all, we all came here by appointment. 
every one of us came to this church this morning by appointment because God has a purpose in our lives. God has a plan for you. God has something for you in his store for you. Hallelujah. We are here by appointment and we want to fulfill what you have, have called us to be, what you have call us to do we want to fulfill and let's put our hands together and say thank you jesus here i am here i am if you can use a meal to speak you can use me amen i say god bless you we still have